what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? Because you guys know this is Kevin from the Core Progression Podcast. And today, friends, this podcast, I, I am so surprised at the way that this podcast went because you guys know me. I love just letting these things happen on their own. This one took a turn for the hysterical right away, and it never fucking stopped. This is by far one of the most hysterical, funniest, just overall insanely enjoyable funny laughing podcast we have ever done before we jump into the podcast i want to thank our sponsors first phoenix fitness yes we are into february so some of you might be lacking on those you know new year's resolutions to get in the gym pump more iron get in tip top shape to go and be you know basically do all the stuff that you like to do get it whatever it might be and i know also what you're thinking too you know times when you get to the gym it gets rough sometimes. I totally understand that because sometimes you you know you leave the gym and you're sore and you just kind of want to go back. But in order to help you get to that point, or to just want to go to the gym all the time and get to that point where you know you're achieving those fitness goals, recovering right, preparing right, that's where Phoenix Fitness comes in. They help you with many different supplements such as pre workouts, both stim and stim free. I use the stim free stuff because I've got too much energy as it is they also have different bcw recovery compounds up your muscles recover following your workout different proteins up your build muscle both for morning night time and right after your workout creatines multivitamins anything you might need to achieve those fitness goals phoenix fitness has for you so our listeners and viewers on youtube get 15 percent off using the code msotd at checkout fnxfit.com link in the description below our second sponsor is custom debuts you see that wall back there right below the uh, popular monster box yeah it's bare there's a let, 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 let me let me turn the screen a little bit more. You see that little like a uh, bag down there with that little frame thingy? Yeah, that's an 18 by 24 picture frame that I don't have a poster for. Why don't I go to Custom Debuts and get that thing filled with a custom poster that I want? Here's how Custom Debuts works. You give them an artist of your choosing, any artist, and then you either give them an album from that artist of your choosing or a song from that artist of your choosing, and they'll create a custom poster for you based off of that, you know, description alone if it's the album you know they'll take the album cover and put the album track list there as well and create a custom poster for you if it's a song they'll create a custom poster based off the lyrics for you and if you don't like the one they send you like you know as a proof within 48 hours you can tell them hey this is the change i want and they'll make those changes when you're satisfied that's what you're going to get when you tell them that's what you want and you get a print in either you know standard poster paper or canvas print or aluminum sign so you can be the coolest guy in the office the coolest person in the garage coolest person out in your rec room outside whatever it might be have the coolest place coolest posters that's what custom abuse has for you our listeners get 15 not 15 i'm sorry 10 percent off using the code cpp10 at checkout for custom abuse thank you custom abuse not our future presentation well you guys remember back in september we had brian from fame on fire on the podcast well, I some talk about a lot about this band. It's called, they're called Were Wolves. They're out of Florida. And, well, this episode, I thought we were going to talk about the music, but we just took a whole left turn right from the beginning with AJ and Jeremy. And I'm so glad we did because at the end of this podcast, I'm not going to lie, I was laughing so hard that I was crying. The, the tears were forming in my eyes. They were starting to fall down, and it was just... It's something where I always use modern day escape as the, uh, the basically the benchmark for the funniest podcast I've had. These guys are right up there with them. So please welcome AJ and Jeremy from the band War Wolves. Are you guys ready? Let's go! Yeah! Woo! 
Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. I have to thank this one to Brian from Fame on Fire because when I am on the podcast, it was absolutely incredible being able to follow some of his stuff. All of a sudden, he keeps talking about this band called Were Wolves on Instagram. I'm like, who is this band? And if Brian's really promoting them, you know, I got to go check them out. So check them out. I'm like, you know what? These are guys I want to have on the Court Progression Podcast. So bing, bang, boom, we made it happen. And if you're in, like, I believe it's Florida, you can check them out at Kraken Fest on February 19th. The use is headline. So why would not you want to see the use? And then Were Wolves. So please welcome from Were Wolves, AJ and Jeremy. So guys... Welcome to Core Progression Podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for being on, guys. How's everything going today? Uh, I'm 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 a little on the uh, tired side of life. That's only because I did a million skin fades at my uh, day job. Um, I I slept all day. Oh, but lucky you. I have done nothing but sleep because this week has been one of the most exhausting ever. Oh, hey, can I ask you a question before we jump in? Uh, like question questions. Did, did Greg have you fire anybody yet? Yeah. How I was that? Fire. I fired people yesterday. Well, one That's awesome because yesterday I told him to make you fire people. <laughs> That's funny because uh, Todd called me and he's like, hey, Jeremy. This is how my boss sounds. He's like, he's like, guess what? He's like, you're firing Dwayne. <laughs> Like, I told him if you. I told him that if you gave, uh, that if he gave you just that little bit of extra power, that uh, you would become uh, his number one hitman on Fiery People. You'd be like the go-to guy because you would absolutely love it. I really don't enjoy it, to tell you the truth. Not no, yet. No kind of. I, I, okay, there's some people I feel bad. I would feel bad. People where I would just be like, all right, well, let's right, let's let's bring someone else in the room because this guy's probably without a handgun. <laughs> you work around a bunch of losers. It's you're fine. I do, but they're all like ex heroin addicts, so you don't know what they're gonna do. This is how we're starting your podcast, by the way. Uh, I actually, I, I, cut, I cut his boss's hair. Actually, I cut most of his office's hair. Actually, we shot our video for "Sell Your Soul" at his current office that he didn't work at when we shot it there, and I got him the job there. And now they've made him a manager, and I have told them to have him fire people because I think that would be fun and hilarious for him. Not going to lie. I have a lot of over your office if you haven't tell. I haven't been able to tell. Say, so not going to lie. This is actually not the weirdest way I've ever had a podcast start. I've had some really weird ones. So you guys are up there, but it's not the weirdest. So I'm not totally thrown off by it. Just the fact that all of a sudden you're having Jeremy, you're telling Jeremy's boss to go fire people and just how it all came full circle where all of a sudden you guys were shooting a video at that office location. All of a sudden Jeremy gets a job. He becomes manager and has to start firing people. Go all, you know, I, I, either he's got to pull out, you know, just try and fire people, but fail at it like Michael Scott or just, you know, go ape crazy with power like the assistant to the regional manager dwight Schrute. yeah i never said that he would actually like enjoy firing people i said you'd enjoy the power <laughs> then J- jeremy might be the uh real life personification of like the hard rock and heavy metal dwight Schrute. he's absolutely yeah he's very yeah. much a Dwight. he's like a, a, if dwight was raised strictly on motley crew <laughs> and sour patch kids yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's, it's instead of uh like iron maiden and you know norwegian doom metal no it's just motley crew this time i'm telling yeah. you though man be fucking careful in that place though sorry i can curse on this right oh fuck yeah okay yeah. great 
Um, you, you got you got to be fucking careful in, in, in this place because you know a lot of you know we don't we don't do background checks on uh, on these people, and a lot of them are like, yeah, I just got out of my halfway house, and you know a lot of people are, are strapped in the office, and and you know some of them are are okay, all of them. You have to be mentally unstable to work in my job. I'm not really going to go into what we do because I don't want to um, incriminate myself in any way. Uh, but it is legal, just not necessarily an ethical business. Um, oh shit! Should, should we have kept that out? I don't want. I don't want Greg to watch this. He's not going to watch this. No one's. None of nobody. We nobody we know is going to watch anything that uplifts us. <laughs> Haven't you learned that by now? My yeah, mom. My mom. I watched this. So if mom, you're watching this. What's up? <laughs> but that's about it. Okay, well, you got to be careful in this place because everyone, you have to be mentally unstable to work there. So when it comes to like the firing and all that shit, it's like you never, you never know. Like you got to go in there. I got to go in there with someone. Like I'm a small dude. I got to go in there with someone who's like slightly bigger than me in case the guy starts popping off and flipping tables and like whatever the hell. So like, literally like, anybody? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I said to him this. I go, who's gonna really pick a fight with a manager with neck tattoos? If anything, they're going to feel real insecure and feel horrible about themselves and then leave. Well, that's the thing. Whenever I would get in trouble, you know, or, or something would happen like in school or like, you know, I would I, I would feel like I would get bullied or something. I would just find basically like the biggest, most like, like, like biggest asshole or, or whatever it might be to friend by making them laugh pretty much. So I can have like some form of like of like protection. And then one time, like I, I was like in a holding cell. It was like I was like next to this guy, and he's like he's like, man, I woke up in handcuffs today. I tried to stab my brother again. And I'm like, he's like, what are you in here for? And I'm like, um, I put a bag of weed up my ass, and they found it. He's like, ha, crazy ass white boy. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I, I never. Are you on, man? I'll say that was definitely one of now you guys probably made it the weirdest way to ever start out a podcast. So Jeremy, yeah. you took it from like here to here. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, what the fuck actually happened? But you know what? That's the way this should happen. So I'm happy for it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we're good. But going into like the stuff with werewolves, cause I know you guys like, um, AJ, like when you were talking, like trying to, I know you guys have been working on a shit ton of stuff when it comes to werewolves. I know you guys have also been busy as well. Also you got Kraken fest coming up and, there's a lot to go over. And again, I got to, you know, also because you said hi to your mom, probably because Brian will probably watch as well. What's up, Brian? How you doing? He probably won't, but hi, hi maybe, Brian. Um, we'll, we'll force him to watch it. He what? might. If you tell him to watch it, he might, because Brian, and if you're listening to this, odds are Brian still hasn't given me the key to the next cover that we're doing. Uh, I've been trying to get Brian, and this is someone I talk to on a regular basis, to send me the key of the song that we're going to make next together. And he still hasn't done it. It's Saturday. He promised me Saturday he would tell me. And he still hasn't told me what the key is. And he's leaving for vacation next week. And we got to get in the first week of February to record said song. And my band needs to learn how to play said song. And Brian, if you're watching this, what is the fucking key of the goddamn song? Make him watch this and make him get me the key of this song well, otherwise we're coming in and we're doing it in either b or c because they know it in b or c he knows what that means we're gonna do it <laughs> give me the key no yeah, we're gonna go there we're gonna say we're doing it in b or c and then he's gonna be like oh no guys this is gonna be in g yeah 
So learn it in G. Just 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 bypass him and learn it in G. And that's this plaque on his wall. You want to tell him about the plaque? Uh, okay, so anytime you have a question for Brian that seems like you're kind of questioning his methods, he points to the plaque that's on the wall because he's got like a uh, – he did – what was it for? It was for a little pump, right? He got a plaque, a plaque what? from little pump. Yeah, it was, regardless, he's got a plaque, and he points to the plaque, and he goes, ask the plaque. Because <laughs> the plaque knows better than all of us. The plaque knows the key. You just won't tell Brian. Can you guys look we, on the back of the plaque and see if the key is there? We can look on the back of the plaque and see if the key is there. You don't, the I'll say you never know. He might have it like a note specifically written on the back of it. It's just like yeah. a whole entire puzzle thing where all of a sudden you look at the back of the plaque, turn over, it's like, oh, it is in yep. G. And then, and then he'll be like, you can give him one more platinum plaque and then fuck rock. You can have it back. You know how Brian will like leave the room for like, you know, a multitude of like, I don't know, a long time and just say, I'll be right back. And then he's like gone for whatever. That's going to be my mother, I can fucking steal the plaque. Go and <laughs> FaceTime my girlfriend and like, you know, do do some 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 nasty sex stuff with her on there. And then I'm going to jizz in the back of the plaque and hit it. <laughs> and th this was that moment in the uh, conversation where I like to say, Hi, Mom. Thanks for watching. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. He likes to say the word jizz a lot. <laughs> so that definitely would be the point where anybody, pretty much anybody's mother would be like, um, yeah, mm -hmm. I think we're kind of out of it on this. This, went, this has slowly gone from a, 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 a interview about our band to just like an intervention about Brian. Okay. Can I just quickly say something? I'm sorry. Because it does pertain to <laughs> I hope he watches this. I hope he hears all of this. Is like, what's the key? Well, we were we were just talking about you know. Um, well, I was just talking about doing doing nasty stuff. Well, on um, uh, on New Year's Eve, you know, I thought it would be like romantic. I had a bunch of these like roses and rose petals, so um, I, I spelled out and AJ you saw it was on it was on social mm -hmm. media. Um, I spelled out I spelled out fuck me with rose petals and put a big heart like on my bed. It was like the first time I like made my bed in like I don't know weeks, so I was really proud of myself. And you know, like my girlfriend comes over and looks at it, and we're fucking laughing our ass off about it. And then I guess it did become very funny because I don't know if it's like a few days ago or 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 so. My my girlfriend calls me and she's like, "Yeah, so uh, you know, my, my dad saw that, and I never met her dad before. You know, he lives in Massachusetts. Nice." And, um, you know, he's a very, like, what's the word? Just, like, super dry, like, conservative, like, you know, guy. He, like, likes a firm handshake and all this stuff. And and, and he's going to roll me, like, like the fuck me rose petal guy tattoos and, like, another boyfriend that's probably, in his eyes, just like the rest of the losers. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. Anyway, now we can talk I had to get that off my chest. In my mind, and since we're getting things off our chest, I was like, I wonder how long into the conversation Jeremy's going to bring up his girlfriend. <laughs> and you did not disappoint. It was like right out the gate. So it's cool. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Got it out there. She's right. a great girl for those who don't, who don't know. 
uh, wonderful, wonderful, sweet girl. But Jeremy's one of those guys that when he gets a girlfriend, that's 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 everything. That's his that's his everything. He will he he looks for opportunities to bring it up in conversation. He could not be more proud of the fact that he has a girlfriend because his girlfriend before this one was just a sock and an ego pillow. <laughs> <laughs> A sock and a pillow of an eagle. Or bus? What is what was it? A bus or fucking AIDS in her butthole. I don't know. Something. (laughs) What (laughs) What the hell did you just say? What the fuck? (laughs) I don't even feel like we're on a podcast. I feel like this is just like our normal conversation together. And there just happens to be another person here. (laughs) I'm thinking like you said that once. Yeah. yeah, it's just you guys basically talking like normal me, just enjoying the fact that this conversation is absolutely hilarious and knowing that Jeremy is the complete antithesis of his girlfriend's dad right now, which is, you know, probably she's like, hell yeah, you're the exact opposite, me wanty. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's basically where it's at. And he's geeking out like crazy. But you know what? How about we also maybe focus on the band a little bit too, because while well, there's other shit that goes on there, and I'm pretty sure what we just had talked about might actually bleed into the stuff of the band as well. Because of course, when it comes to music, a lot of times, you know, everyone takes stuff in their personal lives, takes what's going on, puts in their music as well. Because I know you just said, you know, you guys have a new cover that you're planning on working on, but Brian hasn't given you the key. So mind if I ask what, what cover is it? If you guys don't want to tell me, just leave it, you know, cryptic and whatnot, or just you'd be like, no, we're not telling you. I would, I would love to tell you. Um, but, uh, I'd have to kill you. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I, I don't. No, nah. uh, we like to let our covers be a surprise. And it's one of those things like this one's a little bit different than the other ones we've done in the previous. So it's going to be fun if we ever learn what the key is of that song so that we can learn and do it properly. Uh, I don't know if um, it's going to be exciting, but it'll be fun. <laughs> doesn't need to be exciting it's gonna be fun it's an awesome song i remember okay so jeremy where were you what what was this was this the last kraken last kraken event we played okay so regardless jeremy went off with this kid named talon and they got super super wasted and this whole like dramatic thing went down and they got like matching uh you know those little shitty s's you would draw in like middle school so they got them tat there it is there it is so they got those tattooed on each other. And then he called me the next day and he's like, oh, all this stuff. And he's like, you're going to be really bad. I got to show you what I got. You're going to be like, oh, I hate you uh, or whatever. And then I was like, okay, can we talk business for a second? And he was like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, can, okay, so I want to do this cover because I'm all business. I just want to get right to the point. And I was like, what do you feel about doing this cover? And he's like, what? Oh, dude, fucking, I love that song as a kid. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sick. So we can do it. He's like, hell yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. Uh, look at this stupid tattoo. I'm going to fuck Charmander. <laughs> I just, he didn't actually say that last part. He just threw that in because he has a giant Charmander. I, I still thought he hits, I still thought he would have said it though. I mean, he kind of has that face of just like, I'm already ready to fuck Charmander. Oh, he's in him right now. <laughs> yeah, he's inside there. That's his emotional support uh, plush. Yes. Everyone needs one. So yeah, to get back to your question, no, I can't tell you. 
Well, again, again, that's very fair. But all I know is, like you guys said, it's going to be fun and exciting. I mean, one when, when I was looking through your stuff, like f- figuring out more about the band, one of the reasons why you kind of burst it up and, like, you know, kind of like got noticed was from your cover of "Break Stuff" by Limp Bizkit. So I can already tell when it comes to covers, like they're gonna end up being fun. Because let's be honest, who doesn't have a fun time listening to "Break Stuff"? Yeah. Well, it's one of those things when we go to choose covers, like we don't try to go like the Fame on Fire route. Like I love Fame on Fire, and I, what they do is fantastic. That's not really for us. I'm not real. And I know that Brian would be like, oh, well, you know, like, you know, getting fuck tons of streams. And it's like, I, I do. But I also really like if if I bring a cover to the table and everybody gets kind of excited about it, I go, OK, yeah, we're going to have to do that one. Because for us, it's like I can't just do a song that we don't think is dope. Like if we're not all like super excited about doing it, it's just I'm not going to not going to touch it. Like we've had offers in the past to do like certain covers and i'm just like i don't feel it like i remember once we were talking about doing a post malone cover and i'm like i'm not gonna i'm, I'm in my 30s i'm not doing a post malone cover yeah what, what no. i can about the cover is that it's not from the last uh decade or t- and uh, it's also not like most of the covers we put out no i mean it might be we don't know because we don't know the key of it <laughs> yeah it's true but i mean one thing that you're saying there aj that i kind of definitely agree with is i mean and it also works with what brian does with fame on fire as well but just two it's like two of the different of the same where when it comes to covers it's you guys are going to do what you want to do and the purpose are is going to be how you want the purpose to be if you guys are going to get excited about a cover and that's a cover you want to do that's gonna be the one you should do because that's going to be the thing that's going to come out with the best quality that you're going to have the most fun with that you're going to enjoy the most and when it comes out i mean people are going to listen to it and they're going to end up feeling that energy just from the music itself where you guys actually enjoyed making this cover you guys had a fun time doing it and all of a sudden you guys go play this cover live People are gonna get into it because hey, these guys are enjoying doing this stuff. They made a co- they made a cover of a song, put their own tweaks and twists on it, and now you know what? You guys, everyone's gonna know the song, but it's just gonna mm-hmm. be in your style, and everyone's gonna have a fun time doing it. And if you're like me, you're gonna probably end up going head first into somebody because, well, fuck yeah, mosh pit, woo! Yeah, it's it's that's just how it is, man. Like I don't know what it is. I always preach this to everybody: like whatever you do, just do it as authentic as possible. So. <laughs> it's something that like you really want to do like you're going to do the shit out of it and so that's how i approach like picking picking covers and getting these guys to learn them because it's it's like if it's not going to make them excited they're not going to learn it they're just not they're not going to do it (laughs) i can't make anybody in this band do anything they don't want to do ever at all so i have to i better find something that's going to perk their ears up and make them go like fuck yeah if I get a fuck yeah from everybody, perfect. I knew I did my job that day. If I get a fuck yeah from everybody. AJ says that he doesn't make anyone in this band do anything they don't want to do. What have I made you do? I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Back to our old band, AJ. No, 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 no. We learned from the old band. That's why this new band, everything that I do in this new band, you're like, oh, yeah, dude. it's like, yeah, oh, cool, all right. I'm like, fucking into it. Sun jams, the masks, AJ romantic. Oh, I'm sorry that I gave you band experience and we played some cool <laughs> things. <laughs> this dude, at Warped. I'm just giving you shit, man. I know. <laughs> I remember in the beginning, I remember, when, okay, so like when we first started this band, 
he goes, uh, he goes, not fucking wearing costumes, not wearing <laughs> stage outfits, not wearing fucking masks. He's like, I know you want to do like this horror thing, but like, <laughs> you know, like, don't do it so like you, like, don't make it so over the top. Just like, you know, maybe like we do more like zombie strippers doing butt claps to like, I don't know, like guts and blood. And I'm like, what? I'm like, just, just trust me. <laughs> Anything but rock. Anything but rock. <laughs> and and I have a sleeve. It's an inside joke, sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, let we're we're doing it again. I apologize. <laughs> oh no. With him, it's just so stupid. Oh no, you but guys yeah. are I'll say you guys are fine just because when it comes down to like the podcast I like to do it, I like to just I don't like it's yeah, I like to get down to business, trust me on that, but there's also times where I like to just get to, you know, see who you guys are as people get to know who you guys are as people and have fun with it. Because what's the point of just being like so businessy and not really know, getting to know people and not really get a feel for who they are behind the music? Because, hell, you might not necessarily know some people's music. All of a sudden you listen to a conversation they had. You might absolutely love their personality. You might absolutely love who they are as people. It's like, holy shit. Now I kind of want to go listen to them, see what they have. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you've got people that are going to support you all based off the fact that you are authentically who you are every step of the way. Yeah, I just know Jeremy and I, we have our own language sometimes. And then I can feel like him and I are going to start slipping into that. (laughs) This is one of those things we've been friends for like 15 years. So like we, we sometimes will fall into tangents where we'll talk in like inside jokes only. I'm sure a lot of people out there do that, but like ours are just really crude and terrible (laughs) and nobody should ever hear them. You know, mentally ill and there was a lack of oxygen in the womb when i was coming out so you know if we get sidetracked or something like you know it's a it's a mental disorder yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) hey don't worry man usually when it comes to me having potential times where like my brain just gets foggy or just like okay you know i'm not thinking straight my i get this face just like uh because i'm trying to think of something but my brain is basically buffering at that point happens in conversations a good amount of times now i just blame it on the multitude of concussions i've had over the years and just stick with that because i really don't know what else to blame it on i kind of find it funny so i just kind of roll with it i've got an eight so far i'm going for 14 at some point in my lifetime well we'll see how bad my brain gets damaged that but eh, you know i'm gonna live and have my have fun with it right on Yeah, it's all you can do, man. You just gotta just keep keep on keeping on. Like, do you play hockey? Like, how many? How did you get eight concussions? Uh, I would, I would play a lot of soccer, and it's just I always played defense, so my head was always getting like thrown into a bunch of stuff, like people's heads. Uh, I already play indoor soccer, and the multi- multiple times I've had my head just thrown against the boards or like go straight into it, just like. So it's basically you know like indoor soccer, basically the hockey setup, but it's just a turf field. Yeah, I kind of got hurt pretty badly on that. I've only ever had one uh, concussion from a mosh pit, though, which has been kind of surprising with the fact that it's like anytime I see one, it's just I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm like a moth looking at a light. I'm just like, oh, I must go. Honestly, dude, I feel like uh, I feel like a concussion from a mosh pit is like a rite of passage. Like you're not a true music fan until you've gotten a concussion in some type of mosh pit, at least at least, at least in like metal and rock and all other stuff if, if you don't get some type of concussion like did you even go to a show yeah it's either that or while you're crowd surfing get your like iphone stolen by some like <laughs> get you dude yeah that too 
that is that is those are all the things that normally happen or or if, unless you've fallen asleep inside of some type of a punk bar and they brought you out <laughs> you know a guy named Tyler in a wife beater who's got like you know his zip code tattooed on him that's yeah, the guy yeah. who's like acting like he's doing you a favor by like putting you up to crowd surf but he's really like your wallet don't eat pockets Oh, God. I mean, there's a lot of things when it comes to rock and metal tour. It's like there's certain things, like you said, when it comes to being in a crowd, like there are rights of patch. Like, it, you know, it feels kind of cool. Like, it feels weird, but it is kind of that way. You know, concussions in a mosh pit, other injuries I've had in a mosh pit with like getting black eyes, uh, cuts above my eye. I've broken fingers before and didn't stop when I broke my finger because why the fuck would I do that? Or, you know, it's crowd surfing, losing something, whether it's your keys, your phone, your wallet, losing a shoe, which has become a very prevalent thing. And I've done that one time, but somehow got the shoe back that was thrown in from the crowd. End up hitting some guy in the chest next to me. He's like, dude, I found your shoe. So there's always these weird things that end up happening, but it kind of feels like some weird rite of passage where you, go, if you go to so many shows, it just adds the whole entire lore of it, adds the whole entire vibe of it. And just kind of in a weird way. Kind of brings everyone together because hey, we've all had some weird, crazy experiences like that. So why mm-hmm. not? I actually have a really, I have a really interesting story about uh, my first concussion at a show ever. So, a sixteen years old, and this is—I know that you like full circle things. So this is going to be a full circle moment. Ooh. So, and I'm probably going to end up telling this story again, like next month, and to the person that uh, you'll see. So I'm 16, it's Warp Tour, and uh, I'm watching The Used, right? And I'm just like so excited because like The Used to me at 16 was like everything. And they were just getting like, they were just getting big. It was like right before their second record. And uh, they were on one of like the bigger stages. Like 2003. Yeah, yeah, it was like 2003. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. so, um, so... I'm, I'm getting into the pit area and I'm not like a pit person. So I'm standing there, I'm watching. And then all of a sudden I'm out <laughs> and I come to, I'm backstage behind the stage that they just played at. And there's two security guards and Burt McCracken standing right in front of me. Cause I guess he saw me get knocked out. And so he's there with a bottle of water and I just like open my eyes and I just don't know how to react to life right now because I don't know if I'm like dead or <laughs> if like Burt McCracken is actually in front of me. And he just goes like, dude, are you like, are you okay? He's like, I saw you like on stage. So you get knocked out. He's like, dude, gave everybody a good scare. Are you all right, buddy? And I'm just like, I'm good. And he's like, oh man, he's like, here, take this water. He's like, he's like, you guys just make sure he's okay. All right. He's like, Hang in there, dude. And then he just like disappears into a cloud of like burnt smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know how to process all of that, but that has stayed with me forever. And full circle, now I'm playing with him. And I'm gonna at some point corner this man into an uncomfortable position where I'm gonna tell him this long story and tell him what he means to me and what he's meant to me my whole life. And it's gonna be one of those moments where I don't play it cool. I'm going to be in full makeup. I'm going to be wearing a leather jacket and I'm going to be a little kid going like, Oh dude, like you're the best. I love you. (laughs) I'm not worthy of being in front of you. 
So yeah, that and was then, my first impression. Me and I'm like, hey dude, I got a used heart tattooed on my sternum and it's got pink cum coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does. That was another Jeremy likes to do these things where he'll have a bunch of drinks and then he'll go call up this one tattoo artist that he knows will keep the shop open extremely late for him to get whatever retarded thing pops into his head. And I remember one day he goes, yeah, dude, get fucking, you know, get tatted right now. And I was like, that's cool. What are you getting? He's like, dude, I don't think you'd approve of like, whatever, bro. I don't care. Fucking YOLO. You only live once. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, what is it? He's like, I'm going to get this like fucking heart thing, right? And it's just like, shoot that cum. And it's just like, <laughs> You know, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, dude, trust me, it's going to be fucking cool, man. And then he sends me a photo of it and it's exactly as he described. He's like, yeah, I got it for the use, but also like for personal reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Show him it. Show show him your tattoo. not gonna see in the slide dude i can kind of see it a little bit though yeah it's it's exactly as described the the used heart on the noose but there's yeah that coming out of it and coming out where where the shotgun there's like a shotgun shell going into it and there's like pink cum floating out of it like (laughs) my god or just always very special to me these are the texts i get at two o'clock in the morning Hey, you could get worse text at two o'clock in the morning, honestly. But honestly, the crazy thing coming full circle is you are playing with the use at Kraken Fest this year in February. And with you going up to him, like your plan is, you know, full makeup, leather jacket, act like a little kid. You should bring him a <laughs> bottle of water. Just basically try and make it a full circle, 180 kind of thing where it's like, I brought you some water. Remember the story? <laughs> no, you're right. I should. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give him a concussion. And then when he comes to, I'm going to tell him that story full circle that, that'd be even more full circle but i'm not necessarily sure you're gonna get away with giving burt mccracken a concussion you never know dude i got a laminate well we then you're gonna you're into a cloud of smoke and then dye your pubes green like he did in 2003 could do that too my god you could basically become burt mccracken 2003 during this moment you could literally oh. just try and like go reverse time go back 19 years and basically make this happen I can yeah. see DJ dyeing his pubes green and being like, oh, I got the Joker penis. He's like obsessed with the Joker. I am obsessed with the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the dyeing of the pubes. I don't know if you've ever had bleach on your pubes, but I can't imagine it being comfortable. I bleach my hair all the time and it burns my scalp sometimes. Listen, man, next time you're doing your hair, just put like a little bit like on the pubes. Like dye like, like a, a, like a I'm quarter. A, I'm an open-minded person. I'll give it a shot. Right. Or if you can go all, you know, full, like, mid to late 90s and get frosted tips if you really felt like it. I can do that. I'm open-minded. I'll do it. I'll try at least once. I like dead and sink. I'll admit it. I don't care. I'll have a, I'll have a, I'll have a Lance Bass downstairs. I'm good with it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I act like I won't have a Mark McGrath. And then basically just start playing Sugar Raids. You walk everywhere. Just, oh, yeah. Look at this. No, yeah. When I was when I was thirteen, there was nobody cooler on the planet than Mark McGrath, and I made my mom uh, give me highlights uh, so that I could be like Mark McGrath. Except I was like a fat kid with like one of those like black flame shirts, and uh, I was not cool like Mark McGrath. Nor could I grow facial hair at the time to have 
Mark McGrath's awesome uh, thing. But I did have blonde highlights, and they were because of Mark McGrath. And I'm pretty sure that's why I still have blonde in my hair to this day, because no one is cooler than Mark McGrath when I was 13. Next out of bed, what, like, because you said you were, when you went to that show for uh, the that Warped Tour with you, that was like 2003, you were 16. So that had been like 1999, 2000, right around there. Oh, 13? Yeah. No, it was like way earlier than that. I'm old. I'm an old man. I'm a very I, old man. I look, I look young because I am a vampire, but I am an old man. Gotcha. But I, I do remember that, like, kind of, I mean, I was a young kid at that time, too, but I still remember everyone thought Mark McGrath was, like, the shit that all of a sudden, like, 2001, 2002 hit and everything kind of changed around because, well, just the music scene changed around. What people thought was, what people, like, really liked around that time, what the style of, like, you know, the boy bands and, like, Sugar Ray, that kind of was going away. And, of course, you know, when it came to just more of the popular music stuff, especially with rock and roll, that's when the real pop punk's resurgence was starting to come in, or surgence, I say, not resurgence, was starting to come in. So you're getting, you know, more of the stuff around the Warp Tour arena. And then, of course, Warp Tour became a huge thing. And then, well, now we got this, like, When We Were Young Fest that came out and everyone freaked out about it. So something's happening. They made it two days. So, I mean, that seems like it's going to be slightly better. No, no, I'm not going to go to that. I'm not going to go to that. I wanted to, you know, I had that same feeling uh, that everybody else in the universe had where they all freaked out about it but then i really thought about the logistics of it like i just went to rockville and rockville was four days long with the same amount of bands much much bigger bands too and four days was a lot to take in we're talking like two days now with 65 bands you're not going to see all those bands. You're not going to get to see a large variety of those bands. You're maybe going to get to see five of those bands a day that mm-hmm. you want to see. So you're going to have to like pick and choose which ones like you really, really, really want to see. And that's if it's all goes smoothly. That That's the <laughs> hopes that it goes smoothly. And anybody in a band will tell you things don't always go smoothly and there's always technical difficulties and there's always setbacks. So if those people think that they're going to have everything running perfectly on time, they're out of their fucking minds. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was at one festival in 2020 because I was at Blue Ridge Rock Fest out in Virginia. And that was, uh, I mean, that was a shit show in itself for four days. And I mean, I got to see, I got to see almost every single band I wanted to see. I could be in the pit for almost every single band I wanted to be in there for. But just thinking about when it came to the when we were young fest, yeah, I love the lineup. I wanted to go and see as much as possible. But logistically, I thought, you know what? Why don't I just take that money and use it for something where, you know, it's going to be a festival for, like, spend that same amount of money for a festival that's going to be more days, the sets are going to be longer, and the bands are going to be maybe a little bit even heavier for the stuff that I like. So I thought, shit, why don't we just wait and try and for, like, incarceration or something? And I, as much as I'd love to go out to when we were young, and I, if people are going to go out there, hell yeah, go out there, have a great time. Yeah. I decided after like the whole entire like like shock and awe phase kind of came out with the announcement, then the hangover kind of settled in from like the oh my god, this is happy, this is amazing. I thought, you know what, is it really worth it logistically for me when I could do something maybe even just a little bit cheaper, but see as many bands as I possibly want, see more acts, see bigger acts, see the ones that I really want to, and do it for more like more days and actually make a weekend out of it might feel like going with that. But then again, that's all based on personal preference. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, just personally, and that's it's just me, I just don't think it was, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think the show at all is worth it. And I think that you're making a logical 
a much better choice for yourself. Like it, it'd be cool to go to that for like nostalgic purposes, but you know, you really want to see those bands, like go see them when they're in your town, like support them, not connected to that. Like they need your money more on that. than They need your money on that. They're getting paid either way. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's a good point. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was like, for someone like myself, I go to as many concerts as possible. So I looked at the bands on the on like the on the list and then the lineup, and there were maybe three bands that I really or four bands that I really wanted to see that I haven't seen yet. But I looked, right. at them like, I'm still very likely going to end up seeing two of them within the next year or two. If one ends up fully coming back and releasing an album this year, I'm definitely going to see them. And then the other ones, I'm going to depend upon money because it's my Chemical Romance. So we'll just see how that all works out. But Outside of that, it's like every other band I kind of wanted to go see at the sh- at that uh, festival. Every single one is one I've already seen multiple times. Oh yeah. See, I was I was gonna get tickets, but the fact that Trapped is in the headliner, it was that was a, a deal breaker for me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we actually we got offered a Trapped show, and I said uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Just a hard no. That was a hard no. That was a hard no for me, dog. When did you get offered a trap show? Like a, like a couple weeks ago. And I just kind of went, I just laughed and I was like, I'm not gonna. That's like that's literal career suicide. <laughs> no. And, and it was literally like it's like at the shittiest dive bar. It's like <laughs> man. Man, that's gonna be a bad show. Anyway. Uh, it's got bad show written all over it. <laughs> I'm surprised with everything that's still been going on with Trapped, especially over the past couple of years, that they're still, you know, actively touring and playing. That's one thing that's kind of surprised me throughout all of this. But the fact they're playing, you know, some crappy dive bar, now that doesn't surprise me at all. No, no it's not even a bar slash grill. It's just a dive bar. See, like, I didn't actually know anything that was going on with Trapped. I'm, like, really off spike, like, media and stuff like that oh, i caught and, him up quick and, and he goes he, i don't know i don't know who said it. i think it was aj you know like he said something about it so i like i went on google and i just type in you know trapped news and i'm like holy shit i don't think i've ever seen in my life a band like destroy themselves so quickly i think they said something like it went from like fifty three thousand like followers to like or monthly, I don't know, whatever the hell it was, to like to like three or four hundred. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, it's not even the whole band. It's just Chris Taylor Brown, their lead singer. That is the yeah. only person that's doing all this stuff. The rest of the band is just like kind of like there. Like, they haven't said anything, haven't done anything. It's just all, of course, the front man that's doing all this stuff. And they went from a band where it's like, okay, you know, they were playing, you know, some venues of size because of the success they had in the early 2000s. But now after all that, now you're playing in the diviest bars of dive bars. One like a like one that Guy Fieri wouldn't even go to for diners or driving diners and dives or whatever it is. He wouldn't even go there. It's not a right. flavor town. It's like that first show that you play as a band and it's like one drunk guy at the bar and like a homeless guy eat himself, you know, and the bartender. And like that's the only people watching you. Like maybe, maybe your mom came out and she's like terrified to be in there because like, you know, she just thinks she's going to get hepatitis from like using the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll draw a lot of people from Loxahatchee. <laughs> Anybody who loves NASCAR will go. <laughs> For sure. Hell yeah. 
So if they just want to book a band that, you know, likes NASCAR and people actually would like to go and see, they should definitely book a void. Then those guys fucking are awesome. Avoid is amazing. I keep trying to get Jeremy to listen to them and he just he doesn't. If he stumbles upon it on his own, he'll uh he'll jam it. But if I tell him to go listen to it, there's nine times out of ten he's not going to do it. I forgot what it is. There's still an album I sent you like a while ago that you still haven't listened to. I can't remember what it was, but I ask you about it all the time. What how do you spell band name? Sorry. Avoid A V O I D. I've I've talked with their lead singer before and Honestly, if you're getting a chance to talk to him, his name's Benny, you guys would probably find this guy absolutely hysterical. Yeah, I saw them at uh, Rockville. They were amazing. They look like some pretty interesting dudes. One guy's got blue hair, got the Burt McCracken yeah. thing. Wonder if the curtains match the drapes. <laughs> Check <it> out. <laughs> Let's say if you want, we can send a message and ask, but I'm not sure how, the, how quick the response is going to be. You might get a Brian response where <laughs> you never get one until, you know, maybe the last minute or, you know, a couple weeks after the last minute. That sounds about right. Yeah. He, he, he does. He will answer me within four days. It, it's hilarious. That, that dude was a groomsman at my wedding, and I can't get him to reply to anything. You just have that, like, outgoing sure, message. Sure if, I didn't, if I didn't do his hair, I wouldn't see him so frequently. Honestly, there, I bet, but that kind of happens with people, though. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of friends that I have that I used to see, you know, regularly all the time. And now it's like if I see him, you know, once every month or once every couple of months, it's like, holy shit, I'm seeing you a lot more now. What's been going on, man? Yeah, that's the that's the benefit of being a hairstylist is like, see, I see my friends at least once a month. <laughs> so there's that. Brian won't hang out with me anymore based on the last time we went to Hard Rock and I just probably scared the living shit out of him and his girlfriend. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. It's just yeah. like... It's, uh, it's, it's too dangerous to hang out with Thor. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, anyway. Well, yeah, because he probably... You know, you never know. He probably thought that all of a sudden he was going to end up being drunk at 2 a.m. and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's going to have a crazy tattoo that you designed that's going to be put on his like right arm or something. It's like, oh, yeah. shit. What did Jeremy have me do last night? Although he did, although he did drop by my house the other day to drop off this hangout. <laughs> Wait to see what this is. He, he came by to bring me this really sweet uh, 1966 uh, Batmobile. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Complete with Batman and Robin figures. So that's rad. <laughs> That was that was a nice pop in. Okay, I, I got a feeling you're gonna end up just like rolling that thing around on a table, just you know, doing Adam West impersonations as Batman just for the hell of it. I mean, I didn't think about it until you just said it, but I should be doing that. All of a sudden, Jeremy, you're gonna get a video from AJ at two in the morning, just him playing with this thing, imitating Adam West the whole entire way through. Great. Yeah. If anything, now he just kind of accidentally inadvertently just sparked an obsession with now I need to collect uh, bat vehicles. So I'm going to start doing that. I have a, I have a, really, I have a really bad obsession with uh, can I flip this? Yeah. So I'm like a big avid toy collector. Like pretty much my entire house is just all toys. We got toys over here. We got comic books on the wall. This is my favorite thing. I just did this the other day. There's like a lot of like Joker paintings and 
murderers and all this other fun stuff. And then the kitchen, I did. Holy Funko. That's all toys there. And then we, uh, we recently just moved into this place. So, and I've had a lot of stuff going on. So we haven't had a chance to go over our storage unit to like drop off all the stuff that we have to. But that being said, uh, this area, uh, so we got more toys there. We got more toys there. And then these are the toys that are going into storage. So those are all boxes and bins filled with action figures. Holy shit. Yeah. And there's more in my bedroom. Like I have a really bad, I, I, I took, I took my love for uh, partying, drugs, and drinking, and I channeled that into collecting uh, toys and comic books. And yeah, it gets real bad, <laughs> real bad. You know, maybe for your health, it's a little bit healthier. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, much healthier, much much healthier. Uh, I'll say because you have all these different Funkos, you know, that you've got all over there with different toys and everything. Because this also kind of leads into a song that you guys released off of your Evil Things album because of this feature that was on it. I got something to show you, AJ. One sec. Let's do it. Alrighty. So, I had someone actually make me this. It is a custom Funko of Spencer Charnas as Pennywise the Clown. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, did Emily make that? Yeah. Emily did one of me. She did one of you? Yeah. No fucking way. Podcast. Yeah, I have uh, Emily did one of mine. She uh, she's awesome. Uh, she she just hit me up the other day. I gotta hit her up back. I've been meaning to. She wants to do like another variant of me, like in corpse paint. Really? Yeah, she's awesome. So she did she did a Spencer for you. That's so cool. Yep, she did the she did the Spencer wise one for me because I got that. I was like, I'm not big into this stuff, but like I saw this, I'm just like, okay, this is too fucking cool. I initially was gonna get it for my desk at work because I'm like, okay, that'd be kind of fun to have. Of course, I get it, and it was, like, day three of the shutdown from the pandemic, and I have not gone back in the office since. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm keeping it here. Might as well. Mine's uh, mine's on my station at work. I have, like, the, the, the full box and everything. She did a great job on it. Like, it, it's – when I send it to you, you're going to be like, that's insane how much it looks like you. It's stupid. She's really good at that. She's a very, very talented girl. Yeah, because even, like, the box of this one, like, on the back of it, she did the whole entire uh, Silver Scream Deluxe um, – album cover for the back oh, so cool and then on the and then on the side of it too she did the uh when they did the uh disney like the disney merch uh drop donald duck as georgie oh that's cool that's awesome yeah she's really talented like really awesome at what she does she yeah it's it's crazy she can make it look exactly like somebody it's it's stupid it's so good so I have to hit her up to try because there's always like I've, I've there's always one that like I've always kind of wanted just like to see if she could make it just to pull out because I feel like it'd be kind of like just the way that the the it would look it wouldn't be too out there but it just would be something where I think it'd be kind of cool to have she can make it custom would be because I have one of you know I got the Spencer Wise one with Spencer Charnas my my favorite band of all time is Rise Against so see if she can make like a Tim McElrath one I'm sure she could figure that out. I have to message her again and be like, hey, so uh, can you make me one? <laughs> yeah, she, I guarantee she can do it. She's really like super, super talented. Yeah, you, or, can, you, you can tell her. I've, I've said not, nothing but nice things. I love that girl. She's or, such a 
person. I hope, or, I hope if she comes to Krakenfest because I'm pretty sure she lives in Orlando. Yeah, I know she's in Florida from the, what I remember. So I'll mm-hmm. say this: if 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 you do see her, because I mean, I still got the Spencer wise one. I still got it in the box, and that thing is freaking awesome. I've had it in my in, in here for like two years now, so it ain't going anywhere. Plus, if she I mean, you make- can tell her we <laughs> talked about her on the podcast, so I'm sure she'll want to see. Hi, Emily. If you are watching this, you make really awesome Funko Pops, and I love mine, and you love yours, and we all love them. Say so she might have to send me one of you so I can like literally like have like okay you know because I always like to bring stuff from like the podcast and like kind of add to it because like both these like this skate deck and this skate deck on the wall are from two bands that I've had in the podcast before multiple times. What if I had a nice little Funko of AJ just right in the corner? Like I mean, take uh, the water bottle and put it right there. AJ the day better. <laughs> uh yeah no she 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 killed it she did such a good job on it you'll see i'll send you the photo of it so sick uh i love that thing and uh, i'm definitely gonna do another variant with her soon like i gotta remember after actually when i get off this podcast i'm gonna message her and uh be like yeah cool let's do it <laughs> hopefully she responds so, faster she than is before business days. you should come to kraken fest because we should meet and it's gonna be cool and do it for me, it all depend upon if I can get down there because I mean, I know it's in Orlando. I'm in Wisconsin right now, so it all depends upon if I can get the flight down there. Because I was supposed to be at there's a fest going down in like a small fest going down in like Eastern North Carolina the day we're shooting this, and I right. wanted to try and get down there, but I just couldn't spring it at the moment with everything else I'm doing. Because for me, it feels like every time a different concert drops, I'm just like, Ooh, I want to go, so I end up buying a ticket. I'm just like, ah, shit. Oh, but yeah, I, yeah. but I should I should get like I should get a like my uh for my full time job I should be getting my bonus anytime soon either this week or next week so might actually get to make it down to Crack Vicento. you guys are playing it and then another band I found the podcast a couple times called the Dev is also playing as well and I'd like to oh, actually cool. see them and meet them live so I mean you never know I may be sick of the cold weather here in Wisconsin and be like and fuck this I'm going I can promise you it's gonna be a beautiful day because. Yeah, it's just it's gonna be awesome. It's in it's it's in an amphitheater. Uh, it's it, like it starts at two o'clock. Like it's gonna be a gorgeous day. How are uh, by the way? How are the devs? How uh, how are they as people? Very great people. Incredibly really? great people. Yeah, they've uh, every time I've had in the podcast, they're just as personable as possible. Just love to have a lot of fun. Last time I had them on, this was right before the end of 2021. Because we were taking a look at maybe what they were going to do in 2022. So we were talking a couple of different things they might add to the shows. We started talking about them adding like burlesque to their live shows, <laughs> mud wrestling to their live shows. So yeah, they're pretty much open to just having whatever kind of fun they can. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So they're going to be a, they're going to be a lot of fun to be around. Fantastic. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even taking a look at me, and then you got the used headlining the whole entire thing as well. You've got a couple other bands from Florida in there as well. I mean, you, it's every time I hear about it, it's like, I got to try and find a way to make this happen. I got to try and find a way to get down there. Because even when I saw the name Krakenfest, I'm like, okay, that is a fucking awesome name. I kind of feel like I got to attend this at some point. Yeah, it's it's actually, it's funny. Uh, Story of the Year is playing, and I, I, I love Story of the Year. And uh, in 2008, I actually sang with them on stage. So I'm going to remind them of that when i see them <laughs> well you remind that every year reposting it on the same day oh i'm sorry did you did you sing on stage in washington at the gorge with your then favorite band no but yeah um, i will continue to share that every year i went i went streaking drunk at the beach with my favorite band whatever i'm gonna share that in the next <laughs> two weeks again because i can and i will because it was yep. awesome 
<laughs> I'll say, how the hell did you end up making that happen? Like, the, like what was that, 2008 you said that was? Yeah, uh, okay, so fun story. So I was hanging out with them because, like, I, I'm one of those people that if I'm obsessed with a band, I'm going to try to do everything I can in my power to talk to them. And so, you know, everybody on Warped Tour, is, it's a very welcoming community. Everybody's really cool. You know, it's like, it's like punk rock summer camp, like they always say. And so I remember I was sitting at the table with them, and I was like, hey, so... Uh, and we was at catering. I think it was, uh, it was around lunchtime. And I remember saying to them, like, uh, my birthday is coming up in like a couple days. Is there any way you guys would let me come on stage and scream during until the day I die? And they were kind of like, they were kind of like, uh, they were like looking at each other like, uh, like I just asked like the biggest request ever. And uh, their bass player, Adam, just goes like, well, I mean, we kind of have, I mean, we'd have to hear you do it. <laughs> and so I, I just, I took that as kind of a challenge. And so I just went, oh, okay. And I just like screamed that part of their song. And at catering with all these other people trying, all these other like rock stars, like trying to enjoy food and not listen to someone screaming at the top of their lungs. And I just remember all their faces like looking at each other and they went like, yeah, all right. And they let me do it two days in a row. No fucking way. That's how you got to do it, baby. You just got to go for it. <laughs> when, when you get a chance and you get an opportunity to do something, you know, take your shot. Because what's the, the, the best thing they can say is yes. The second best thing they can say is no, because if they say no, at least you know. And then you kind of kind of go from there. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. Never don't not give up. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my dad, too. Uh, yeah, of course it will. But it's got to be He's an ass. I'll say it's got to be an ass tattoo, though. I ha- well, I already have my sister's name on my ass, so I was thinking it'll be a uh, tramp stamp. That is a great tramp stamp. <laughs> that definitely is a, a fantastic tramp stamp. I, support, I Actually, I support this really stupid idea. I like, I'm, I'm, I'm behind it. I'm actually behind this. Never don't not give up as a tramp stamp. Never, never don't not give up. Yeah, I, I seriously will do that. We've got a don't let out. your daydreams become not daydreams. Yo, Dan. Yo, Dan. <laughs> Inside joke, sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. I just, I'm still laughing at that. Don't never not give up. It's like, wait, well, huh? What? Oh, oh, okay. I guess we're going to go with that. But just having that as a tramp stamp, I'm pretty sure at some point, you know, you guys will be up on stage and Jeremy will just like slowly drop his pants through the tramp stamp that just says, don't ever not give up. And everyone's going to look and be like, what the hell is that? And all of a sudden, you guys are going to go on some crazy tangent of a story for like two minutes and then all of a sudden play something fucking fantastic. And the crowd's going to be like, okay, now that's cool. I want to talk to those guys. Yeah, just just for Jeremy's sake, let's just hope you never go to prison. <laughs> nah, I'll I'll. I'll- entertain because somebody will definitely not not stop i'll keep them entertained with jokes and hopefully you know i I don't want to go to prison okay but anyway um, i just meant i just meant that's a terrible tattoo to have if you're getting butt fucked in prison (laughs) but that just completely went over your head so the worst job i ever had I had a, a bunch of really really bad jobs like i worked i lived in texas for a little while and I worked actually at, at Spencer's Gifts, but that's not the worst job. Uh, selling, you know, dildos and and lube to it's Corpus Christi is like the fattest city in America. 
So the people that would come in shopping for said things, were they were just not, you know, eye candy to look at or anything like that. Um, and, you know, they would try to try on like lingerie in the freaking store and we don't have a fitting room and nothing fit them because they're all 300 plus pounds. And, you know, then I had a job doing mold demolition with this guy named Rusty. So it's exactly what you think it sounds like. And that's, that's the guy you want to do mold demolition with is a guy named Rusty. Yeah, and you're slamming this 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 hammer into a church ceiling all day and there's asbestos coming down and you're inhaling it and there's like no protection <laughs> and Rusty sounds like this because he's been doing it 20 years and probably has like multiple diseases and you know I'm like don't we like need a mask and he's like ah, just slam the fucker and then that wasn't my worst job then I worked as a, a lifeguard okay which was you ever going to save and i say that every time you've ever brought this story up <laughs> right so it in comes me i don't know how i even got this job i got fired from spencer's because we used to drink 40s in the back and and do do coke and um everyone stole everything and i just didn't care and the the, the you know the theft like department came down and he kept, he kept trying to get me to rat everybody out. And I said, nah, man, I was like, you got to pay me enough to eat at the food court up in this mall to rat on my homies. And so I did, a, it was kind of like a quick fire. I don't know. But so the water park, um, I start working at, and I have like, I have long black hair. I'm, I'm tattoos. I'm paler than, you know, right under an albino. I'm, I'm out there in the sun from i think like seven in the morning until like 5 p.m in the hot texas florida sun i'm like slowly developing melanoma cancer my brain in the hot texas florida sun <laughs> huh did you just say in the hot texas florida sun did i i'm sorry texas sun and you know <laughs> where's where's texas florida is that like is like, that like Central florida like florabama the florida bama so, so yeah, that was the worst job that I ever had. And I had this manager, her name is Justine. And she, like, I remember day one of training, she'd be like, all right, everybody. She's like, now don't ever not jump into the deep end without this whistle call and this point. And she would say, like, don't ever not do that ever if you're going to not do it, like, all the time. And like we we would just rag on her all the time, but that that was the worst job I ever had because not only were you just sunburned for weeks on end, they paid you shit. They wouldn't even give you a discount at the hot dog stand that they had. Um, they're screaming children, and everyone's obese. So like, I would come in in the morning and just like take a bunch of Xanax and and like be totally out of my mind like the entire like work day. And they had one position in the park and it was like the only position you could sit everything else. You had to stand and patrol around and like watch the water or whatever for drowning people. And um, when you finally got to the one where you could sit, it was like above the wave pool. And I just fucking passed out one day <laughs> I remember from, from like uh from like heat exhaustion and Xanax and being hungover and dehydrated. And this this dude just starts cramping up 
you know, he, he's this huge fat guy and, and I'm, I'm sleeping, man. You know, not like, what was I going to do? The waves were freaking, you know, the heaviest, they come out in the deep end. This guy's like, he's having a cramp because he's working on his third heart attack while eating and swimming. And, uh, you know, there's, there's two other people on the sides and, and they're like losing their mind as to why I'm not doing anything. Still didn't get fired. Um, we found out that we worked with some guy who, who like, like kidnapped children later on. Like this was a really strange job. Um, and the people who worked there was like really fucked up, but that, that's, that was the worst job I ever had um, out of the many, many, many jobs. And I actually, uh, that's the only one I've ever like walked out of just like midday. And I try to get the entire staff to walk out of the scene. So they'd have to shut the place down due to safety reasons. And when it was time for me to blow like the whistle and do like the, all right, guys, let's get the fuck out of here. It was only you out. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know. I'll say two things on that one. Jeremy, please, for the love of God, never become a lifeguard again in a pool. Second thing is all when you're saying that, you know, the walkout thing, all I can think of is uh, from South Park when uh, Miss Chokes on Dick starts and they're going to do the whole entire like the class all going to pull down their pants, jump the desk, pull their pants and you'll kiss my ass. And only Cartman does it. And it's like, oh, you guys fucking suck. I feel like you were Cartman in that situation right there. I, I just put, dude, like, like who would hire me as a lifeguard? <laughs> I'm a hundred, I'm like 120 pounds, 125 pounds. Um, I, I, I've, pounds I've, I've never been good. Like I can swim, but like barely, you know, good enough for that. Um, you can swim if you were drowning. What? You could swim if you were drowning. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is on that, man. You know, like, I won't ever become a lifeguard again, but but they caused this. <laughs> Don't let your daydreams become daydreams. <laughs> Don't ever never, not. Never not do it. Never not give up when they're drowning in the deep end. Yep. Did, did you just <laughs> add even more on to the uh, Tramp Sam tattoo? No, he was singing a Disturbed <laughs> song. Lines now, two lines for the trans damn tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never not give up, especially. Never not. Don't ever not give up, especially in the deep end. <laughs> and I'll put like a little wave back. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna go get this tram stamp like tonight. No, no. Um, oh, that's like the best. But it it, it might happen soon. It could. Yeah. It probably will. If I end up making it down to Kraken Fest in a couple of weeks, I want to. If, if you have it done, I want to see it. Like I want to see it. <laughs> this is dumb. If you if you come down to Kraken Fest, he will have it. <laughs> if if you're coming down to Kraken Fest, I'll get it done for you. Actually, if you come down to Kraken Fest, he'll go with you after Kraken Fest to go get it done in some place in downtown Orlando. Yeah, you're gonna come with me, and I, I'm, you're gonna get a bad tattoo. Also, that's not even a joke. He will. You put a couple beers in him, and then you <laughs> remind him of this idea, and you're gonna be in a tattoo shop like that. Yeah, there's nothing more that Jeremy, with a couple beers, especially after just playing a huge show, likes more than getting a shitty tattoo on his body. Actually, my hand tattoo is pretty good. There you go. I, I got that after Spooky Empire. Yeah. So. Like I said, there's nothing he likes to do more than immediately after playing a show, go get some tattoo of something <laughs> somewhere on his body that he knows I'm going to hate. 
Well, the crazy thing is, like, I'm pretty sure if I do come down to Crackfest and that happens, I'm going to be the one financing the uh, the beer consumption. All of a sudden, bring up the idea. Next thing I know, I'm taking Jimmy to a tattoo shop in downtown Orlando, and he's getting the don't never not, don't ever not don't never not give up. Always in the deep end tattoo with the waves on his, on his tramp step, and I'm just sitting there with the beer in my hand, thinking, "This is a good idea." Yep. Yeah. You should have just a little Texas flag floating in the water. <laughs> First, your sister's name is on your ass with a heart next to it. That was a birthday present. Like when I was, I think, 18. I got mine on my hand. I never even knew you had that. Yep. And I'm like, I'm like, Ashley, I'm like, it's the best birthday gift ever because if I ever can't afford you a gift, like, you know, it, it, it's going to last till I'm dead. <laughs> that was like my reasoning. It is the gift that keeps on giving because you So it's very like prison-esque. Shit. For Crackfest, I might have to try and convince one of my friends to come down with me because he will, because his mentality is always so try and one-up everybody. So if you get that, if you get that tattoo as a tram stamp, he will probably go farther above and beyond than what you could have possibly imagined him going doing for a tram stamp. One day he just got bored and he got one of the, like, he got a, a peach emoji on his ass, but it's not small. Like it is like half of his ass is his peach emoji. You know, what's great is that during Kraken Fest, we're shooting a music video during the whole event. Uh, and I bet dives to dollars if I told Arthur that that was the way we wanted to end the music video. I'm sure he would go with us to the tattoo parlor to watch you get this don't never not swim <laughs> deep end tattoo as a tramp stamp and we could use that as the post credit of the music video. <laughs> I really think the group event. I feel like this that definitely good. I okay. think you said <laughs> Yep, that that's 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 audio quality on Zoom for you when shit happens and no one's audio that ends up working and all of a sudden he's like eh, 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 eh. but I was gonna say is if you guys do that as like a post credit thing in a music video I'm pretty sure you put that music video somewhere. All of a sudden, you just put the whole entire video of him getting like the ass tattoo on YouTube or tick or the tramp tattoo YouTube TikTok, wherever it might be. All of a sudden, next thing you know, everyone's checking out this werewolf music video just so they can see Jeremy getting the tramp stamp tattoo at the end. I think you need to do it. It's also a good way for us to promote the music video because we can make a uh, a trailer for the music video that's just you getting that with the song like cutting out over it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could put like a clip in from like our worst show ever with like the worst smartphone taking video of it, like an iPhone, like, and then we could be like, but go never not give up. And then it's like a fucking, you know, playing amphitheater. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because all of those worst shows we've ever played are in my uh, iCloud because I save everything we ever do. <sighs> Not going to lie, this actually does not sound like a bad idea. This actually sounds like it could be an idea that would actually gain some traction on the internet just based on the fact that, you know, the internet loves stupid shit. I just think it would be really funny to end a music video with Jeremy getting a really shitty tramp stamp tattoo on his butt. You know I'll do it! I know you will. I know, I, know how many, I know how many drinks it takes to get you to do it, too. Okay, how, what's the number? Because we got to make sure he hits that number. Uh, he'll start off with three or four beers to just kind of get in the mood and then he'll switch to liquor and then he'll have two really strong liquor drinks and then he'll be like hey, you'll be real fucking cool 
Yeah, it's pretty. And then one on the way. So three total, two really strong ones, one not as strong one because he doesn't want to black out. So we need three beers, two like triple uh, Jameson and Cokes, and then like one regular Jameson and Coke on the way there. Yep. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, I know. I've been friends with you 15 years. Okay. And I've known you for like an hour and I kind of were able to figure out your drink order right then and there. That's what I get from- that, that's what I get from coming from a place where the water basically flows like beer because, well, yeah. Should we, I always point Jeremy's drinking because, like, I don't drink. And so, like, because <laughs> I don't drink, like, I'm, I, I, I'm really good at, like, picking up shit. And, like, I know when Jeremy has a bunch of drinks in him, out of nowhere, I'll get a text message where he's just, like, telling me my idea back to me in his way. <laughs> like I don't know all of this. Like, la- okay, so last night I knew he was out drinking uh, because I got this whole message about like the concept for our next record, and he was like, "Dude, and all this, you know, he's like, we just gotta like, you know." And, like, and I'm just looking at it, and I know because it's in long format, and it's just like constant long format coming at me, and I'm like, I know we we literally have had this conversation in parking lots before. <laughs> but he was just making sure that I knew that he knew that we're on the same page. <laughs> Is it do, we, dr- do we put the drink order next to the, the tram stamp? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. We put, the, we put the drink order on your thigh. So it can be like nicely displayed in a nice large piece of skin. Just like, okay, we got the nice drink order right here. And then maybe some sort of like, I, I don't know how to, connected to the whole entire back tattoo thing. I'm just got, thinking of another way to put it even bigger. I got plenty of, uh, you know, real estate, in my lower body for, for, you know, this to have room for lots of activities. So. You know, you should do above the tramp stamp. You should get a tattoo of the drink order. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We got time. We got a month to figure this out. Yeah. You guys, take- you guys got time. Plus, I'm out, I'm also expecting, you know, next week, Jeremy, you're going to go out drinking. You're going to tell this whole entire story of, you know, I have to get this back, this back tattoo. We're going to put this music video back to AJ and long text. We're going to be like, dude, we literally talked about this on a podcast last week. Like, it's going to go live and you're going to see that you talked about this already. What? No, no way, man. Two weeks from now, he's going to go, I don't really have to get that tattoo, do Because he's going to remember it out of the blue, out of nowhere. I'm going to be like, yeah, you have to, because now it's going to be the music video. So regardless uh, if you're there or not, like he has to get it done now because I want that to be the end of our music video. I mean, I'm kind of agreeing to it. I'm agreeing to it sober right now. Yeah, that's why I need to like keep it in your head so that you don't forget the wording. Mm-hmm. And then we have to immediately go to the tattoo shop after Kraken Fest. And you have to get it done somewhere in downtown Orlando. Can we at least just pick like somewhat of a reputable shop? No. It has to be whatever. <laughs> as as back alley of a shop as you could possibly get, that's how we're doing this one. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna he's gonna go on Google and type in and type in like, you know, tattoo shops and just find the one that has like one point five stars. Mm-hmm. It got infected and you know, uh uh this one guy named fucking Billy. Uh, you know, just completely, 
I'm, it's all out of alignment and sketchy and I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you, you get the point. Yeah. I want to, I want to go find a place where a guy named Roach is going to tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roach. 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 <laughs> got to make sure Roach is in the music video too. And hopefully he's got a shirt that just says Roach on it. Like a, like, like a, basically like a shop shirt with a name tag on it. So it just looks like this big tough guy named Roach is tattooing. Don't ever not give up. <laughs> like in the, all in the deep end with the wave and everything. Just, you see him just, uh, and then at the end, you know, Roach the to have like a grill, like the Island Boys or something. No, you know? Roach has- no, Roach has four teeth. <laughs> Roach is also Roach is also part of a bike gang. Yeah, man. And one of those teeth is still just to open every single beer that he possibly has. Just yeah, it's one really strong tooth. He takes very good care of that tooth. We get him in like slow motion, like crack a Budweiser open with his tooth. He's got the yep. shirt Roach, and then you just see him with the tattoo gun in slow motion going like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the uh, the tattoo shop is also slash pool hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, I gotta get this done before my grandma's ninetieth birthday. That I think is like ne- I think it's next week. No, you have to get this done when we go do the music video. Well, you know she's she's got uh, okay. Yes, I understand, but you know she's 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 going blind. So like, yeah, I understand. understand. Still have to tell. I have to tell Arthur this. Like once we get off this podcast, because I'm gonna be like, "What do you think of this idea?" Like we have to film this. It might be just enough to push Grandma over the edge at ninety. No, no, no. you got plenty. Of, you got plenty of time. I'm sure you'll think of a stupider tattoo to push Grandma over the, <laughs> the edge. <laughs> you know what you do? I got it. You get a back pill, okay? You get your pubes shaved out, right? Uh-huh. And then you get little bat wings. So it looks like dick is like a bat. <laughs> I don't know. Grandma, now. look. A fine, a fuck. <laughs> you might have to double the drink order for that one. <laughs> Dude, you're just getting it over here on your pelvis, but the wings connect to the top part of your shaft. <laughs> Not on your dick at all. It's all pelvic tattoo. But like demon wings, <laughs> it's like a. It would, look, it would look like a demon elephant because you get the trunk, got the ball, like everything. A demon, a demon elephant, and then you could really <laughs> refer to your penis as the hell spawn. <laughs> <laughs> I know that laugh. I know that laugh means that he's actually considering that right now. If I if I get off this call, I call my girlfriend, and I I ask her, "Will you still fuck me?" Why wouldn't yeah. she? You have you have devil power. <laughs> Do you know how funny it's gonna look with your with your balls and your dick, but then there's bat wings on the side. Yeah, I mean, if 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 she, if she will still still accept, and and you know maybe double the drink order, and someone pays for it. Do <laughs> you understand that when this girl is on her knees about to suck your dick, when she looks forward. She's going to see dick, hanging balls, and two bat wings. (laughs) You understand how rock and roll that is? That's so up your alley. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you think that's the one that'll set Graham over the edge? I think that's the one that'll set Graham over the edge because you'll have to take your pants off and show it. To- <laughs> and you'll have to explain to her why you have it. <laughs> and you'll have to end it with, because they're fuck, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever not give up grandma don't ever not give up <laughs> yep oh my fucking god don't ever not let your dreams be dreams bro where are we now as far as like the bands that you you know do podcasts with on the scale of like mentally ill <laughs> um shh Shit. I'm trying to think of like, well, I got to pull up a little bit of this list here because I got to remember because usually when it comes to the bands, there's some that just made me lose my shit, laugh hysterically, basically fall on the floor laughing. The ones I can remember are a band called Sound and Scenarios. They're from Massachusetts. Um, let's see. Along Came a Spider was fucking hysterical. Empty was hilarious. Right now, you guys are teetering on this level with probably the funniest band I've ever had on the podcast, which is Modern Day Escape. Modern Day, why does that sound so similar? Say they were, they had a, God, what was the name of their, I can't remember the name of their big song. I think it was Maybe Holding St. Hands wasn't such a good idea. I think that was their big song. Yeah, I feel like I've heard of them. I feel like I've, that just sounds like a band that I've heard of. I don't know. Well, right, right now, if you guys might want to check get on this if it actually happens, because they saw the whole entire thing with uh, when we were young festival and mm-hmm. modern day skip the band's bassist loves to post you know memes and go crazy and stuff. So we did a whole entire thing called when we were hungry fest, which he wants to have happen the day before we were young fest at a Denny's in Vegas because what the fuck is up Denny's and like the list of bands he had in there was like them. I set my friends on fire, Eskimo Cowboy, attack, attack, everyone dies in Utah, and they might actually do this. Like, they're okay. actually getting serious about making this a thing. I'm like, shit, I would fly out to Vegas for that. <laughs> like, I would actually go for that, because that just sounds hysterical. They absolutely 110% should. Who knows if they'll actually do it, but they should. That'd be fantastic. Where'd Jeremy go? I'm here. Right. Sorry about that. Oh. Quick, catch a quick beat. Oh, he's getting he's getting ready to start gaming. Oh, he's he's getting ready to start gaming. Plus, we've already been going for like an hour and twenty minutes with just like some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in this podcast. Uh, if before we go and we wrap up, is there anything? Is there anything you want to ask us? <laughs> um. Well, this is how I always put it. Like, I always prepare for podcasts any sort of way. So whatever happens, happens. And the fact that you guys had me crying, laughing hysterically with the haunted batwing penis, I don't think I really need to ask you anything more outside of the fact that, you know, I got to see you guys play live at some point. I got to meet you guys at some point because you guys are absolutely fucking hysterical. And when you guys have, you know, like that, that next time you're working out with the next content, when it's ready, ready to come out, we can do another podcast just like this. Well, talk a little bit more about the music, but also talk about a bunch of stupid shit because this was fun as all hell. Hell yeah. I mean, we're going to, once we're done with Kraken Fest, we're going to go right into like album mode. So hopefully we'll have something for everybody within the next year. Like I'm very confident that we're going to come out with something really awesome. And along the way, we're going to come out with some really cool covers uh, just to kind of, we let you know, just hold people over until uh, we're ready to do the damn thing. In the meantime, we got Kraken. Uh, we got a, a cover on the way. 
if Brian ever gives me the key. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. There's some fire merch coming out, uh, which after I get off of this podcast, I have to go finalize one more design. Uh, which I didn't get the one that I sent you. Apparently it's spoken for, so I have to pick another one. But now I have to have a third design. Okay. Yeah, I will. Hey, um, do a merch design of, of the demon bat penis? You have to get it first. So I'm telling you, just go get it because it's awesome. And if you don't get it, you don't have it. The next time we do this podcast, I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to punch you in the balls. Yeah, like, can we schedule a follow-up? Yeah, oh, we will. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely do this again. I would love to have you guys again. So we'll close this podcast out in the three special things. First things first is, I mean, everyone that's listening to this podcast, I, you, if you guys weren't crying laughing during some part of this podcast, I really don't know what's wrong with you. But you're going to want to follow everything with Werewolves, especially with they're playing Kraken Fest in February. They've got new, they're going to be working on new music. So you're going to want to know when that comes out, especially, you know, you got fire merch. I need like a little like fire animation come out of my hand like fire merch right there so you're gonna want all that you're gonna want to check out the music as well because they do have an album that came out in 2021 called evil things it's got some great songs in there featuring brian from fame on fire one song actually features and i'm gonna pull it out mr spencer why spencer charters from ice nine kills as well so you're gonna want to go check out all everything they have but instead of having to search it up i got you covered look description of the podcast because you can go and find all their social media links your YouTube links, Spotify, Apple Music, website, merch, anything you need to get in touch with the band, you know, get merch from the band, make that fire merch, and just, you know, find everything Werewolves. I got you covered. One click, one stop shop. That's all you need to know. Second thing is this. Well, I do definitely want to do a follow-up episode with you guys when, you know, we got more new music coming out. We can talk about that also with the uh, with the bat demon penis and potentially, you know, don't ever not give up in the deep end. On the, as a yeah, we back have to tattoo. Follow up those tattoos. We have to follow up with those tattoos. We have to follow up with those tattoos. So I want I'm gonna have to bring you back on the podcast again. But but there's also something I have to do. And this is something I like to do with bands and groups that I have you know enjoyed having on the podcast. It's a certain promise I like to make. And the promise has been hit, I believe, every single time so far. And if you guys and I'm talking like when it comes to hysterical level for the podcast, I'm talking up on the same level as modern day escape. There is no way in hell that I am, you know, gonna forget about this. So the promise to you guys is this, it is not an if it is a when, because when implies it's going to happen. Just, we don't know when yet it might be Kraken fest might be other some other time in 2022. Who knows? But when I get to see perform live for the first time, my promise to you guys is this. And well, I'll start it up. Jeremy, my promise to you is first rounds on me. AJ, my promise to you is, because I know you don't drink. Whatever you want, first round, first things on me. Like, first round, first drink, whatever it might be. Probably a Red Bull. That or a non-alcoholic beer because I'm a pussy. <laughs> hey, man, whatever can be done can be done. I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up financing you know, the drink list as well. That's going to be on <laughs> Jeremy's back so you can get that don't never not give up tattoo. Has to. So, on that note, guys. <laughs> This is not goodbye because I will see if I can get down to Kraken Fest and see if I can take part in all this stuff. If I can't, I will try and see you guys at some point in 2022 or 20. Whenever I get a chance to see you guys perform live, I'll keep my promise. And I love and I would absolutely love to do a follow-up and have you guys back on the podcast in the future. Talk about the new music you're working on, new music you're gonna be coming out with, and of course, figure out what the hell's going on with those tattoos. And hopefully they have made their way through. So, guys, this is not goodbye in any sense of the word. This is See you later. All right, bro. See you later.
Well, folks, that's my interview with AJ and Jimmy from the band Were Wolves. Again, that podcast was too damn hysterical. You're not going to want to miss out on all the great stuff that Were Wolves has coming out because if their stuff that they're coming out with, the new cover, the new album they're going to be working on, and their show at Kraken Fest is going to be anywhere you know as good of quality as this podcast was hysterical, you're not going to want to miss out on any of it. So when you're trying to find them online, trying to watch your music videos, trying to get some of that new killer merch they got coming out, trying to get to Kraken Fest in 2022, I believe it's on February 19th for all of you in Orlando, Florida. On top of that, want to stream their music, buy their music, download their music, everything for Werewolves, link description of the podcast. You can find them all there. Also, follow the Core Progression podcast for more of these crazy, you know, podcasts and videos and all these stuff as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You have the ability to watch the podcast on YouTube and listen on YouTube. You can listen on Spotify, have a podcast, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. I mean, come on, you're not going to want to miss out on anything that we do because even, you know, on the days we're not doing podcasts, we do a lot of fun stuff. We have Wednesday live streams on Instagram. We post a bunch of crazy memes and yeah something you're going to want to be a part of. So please remember to like, share, subscribe all to all of our stuff. You know, why not? Also, thank you, Phoenix Fitness Custody Abuse for uh, sponsoring this podcast. You know what, guys? I told Werewolves at the end of the podcast that we have to do a part two to this. We have to, you know, make sure we get you guys back in the podcast. And that's the honest to God's truth because this was way too much fun, way too funny. And I don't want to miss out on anything that these guys have going on in the future. So we're going to bring them back on once again later on when, you know, they're more in that, you know, new music cycle. And we can talk about those tattoos and see when did they happen? How did they happen? And how funny are they? And then, oh, that's going to be for me, you guys. Thank you for watching, listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. This is a big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all. Yeah.